Welcome to My Cockpit Builder of the Month podcast interview. Each month, we bring you interviews and discussions regarding home cockpit builders. And don't forget, this wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for all of you. That's why My Cockpit is the largest home cockpit builders community in the world. You can access us at www.mycockpit.org. In this monthly edition of My Cockpit Podcast, we bring you interviews and discussions, all relevant topics to the home cockpit builders. This month, we'll bring you another excellent interview conducted by Vibow. Now let's get up close to learn more about this Builder of the Month's project. This month, we've broken up the interview in three sessions. So here is the final session, session three. I'm sure uh, over the years there must have been a number of uh, real-world pilots that have come and visited and probably, uh, you know, used your simulator. Um interested to know what's their feedback been and uh, how close do they think that your simulator is to a real-world simulator? Uh, I, I have had several line pilots uh, come in and fly the, fly the airplane, and a few of them being 737 pilots. And actually, I had a, a retired... 737 instructor from United Airlines. He, he was he spent his last uh, I believe it was his last 20 years at United Airlines as a 737 flight instructor at their training facility. He came in and and I have to be honest he was he was absolutely amazed. The the visual system of course was leaps and bounds beyond what he he had flown with at United just simply because what I have now is what's currently being installed in the brand new brand new simulator. So what he was flying was probably the you know, mid-1990s vintage, if not before. Uh, he was extremely impressed with it. The, his only sort of comments uh, was uh, dealt with the, the turbulence modeling in X-plane kind of uh, uh, makes, it, makes the airplane feel like it, it's flying more like a Cessna versus a, a heavy aircraft. And then his other his other comment was uh, was not having any sort of active control loading. In the full flight simulators, you have you have active control loading or, or what's also known as, as force feedback. So you're able to tell just by the feel in, in the control column if the airplane is in trim or out of trim, or really kind of feel what the airplane is doing. My airplane simply uses, or excuse me, my simulator simply uses. Uh, uh, some bungee cords and uh, some control dampers uh, and uh, through a system that James Price developed, and and it feels very realistic. It feels how the how the 737 flies is, is flying in a trimmed condition, but it, it's because it's a passive system. It cannot tell. Uh, it cannot give you sort of the active feedback of what the airplane's doing at the moment. Um, for instance, I've I've got well over 300 hours flying the 737-700 full motion flight simulator, and can tell you, for instance, like when you're going through a a microburst or wind shear event, uh, when you're in your landing configuration, flaps 40 and gear down, and your your airspeed's right on prior to entering, entering the microburst, the aircraft is is very well trimmed or should be if you're a good pilot, and then as, as soon as you enter that microburst, you can really tell. Uh, when the airplane is out of trim aerodynamically. In my system, you can't do that. So 
So, uh, so, so real pilots, especially real 737 pilots that come in when they're trying to, to feel what the airplane is doing, they're not getting that feedback. They have to look at the instrumentation. So, for instance, with this gentleman who was a, a flight instructor, it took him probably, uh, probably about five minutes before he was flying the plane really well. Uh, other line pilots, it's maybe taken them about ten minutes. And again, these pilots are so used to being able to feel what the airplane does, the minute that they hop into mine and it's not giving them that real-time feedback, it, it takes them a little bit longer to, to really figure out how to fly the thing correctly. Uh, as far as the systems go, uh, myself and James Price wrote our own software that, that, uh, that makes the, the aircraft systems behave like the 737 MG. Uh, so, and we, the software that we developed models it pretty much to level D standard. So the, the aircraft, the, the gauges, or what are called indicators actually, the, the indicators, the indicator lights, the switches, uh, all of the aircraft systems for the 737 and the, the failures that we're, we are able to introduce, uh, through our, uh, instructor station that we wrote as well, all of that has the same, or I would say probably 90% the same fidelity as what you would get out of a out of a full motion flight simulator, and then of course the the glass cockpit portion of the simulator is is Enrico Shirati's uh, uh, Project Magenta stuff, which is incredibly realistic, um, and most pilots uh, see see no differences in what what he's selling versus what's uh, in the in the Honeywell system. So it's 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 quite accurate. So but, yeah, I, that's uh, that's probably the most enjoyable thing is getting a real pilot in there, especially a real 737 pilot that can come in, comment about it. I'll take notes of of things that I need to tweak. Perhaps it's, the sounds are a little bit off, or maybe the reaction time and pitch is a little bit off. And we'll go through and we'll kind of tweak that to make it as accurate as possible. Uh, for me, really, the, I'm a very big stickler on fidelity. And when I go and, and fly the, the multi-million dollar simulator, I'm always taking notes of, of things that I need to improve upon in my simulator to try and get it sort of up to the same level of fidelity as, as what the, the big boys would fly. That's really interesting. And uh, just to compliment you, um, I mean, just looking at your photographs of what you've achieved itself is quite fabulous, especially your visuals. Thank you. Really stunning. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Matt, um, You've, of course, gathered a lot of experience, um, uh, you know, in through building your core, you've your own cockpit. Um, you did mention the electronics, the software, and, and various other aspects. Any plans of going commercial with any of those, or um, you find keeping it uh, as, as more of a hobby at the moment and concentrating on your uh, lighting uh, profession? I, my, my plan is to purely keep it as a hobby, and I've had, uh, I've had throughout the years offers to become a simulator tech at, at, at different airlines, you know, people that I know in the, in the professional training community. And while the idea is very enticing, I know for sure that if I were to ever move into it professionally, the last thing I would want to do when I get home would be to come work on, work on my, my simulator. So I think keeping it, keeping it as a hobby and keeping the financial aspect out of it is what makes it fun. The minute I think, at least for me, the minute you turn it into a business or try to make money out of it, then it's really no longer fun. And I, I want to keep it purely as a hobby, keep it keep it fun. And I think I think as long as I do that, it will be something that I'll always enjoy. 
and always, always, always uh, want to come back to. And and I do, you know, every once in a while take a couple of months off of it and uh, just to take a break. Uh, But I think if I I were to ever have a sort of financial aspect of it, it would quickly lose the fun. Okay. I quite agree with you. Um, I think uh, it's more to, you know, be a stress buster, but uh, once you involve finance uh, and, you know, it adds to your already existing stress, I guess. Exactly, exactly. And I and I think too people people appreciate that. Um I've been very fortunate in the years uh, throughout the years to uh to have people in the professional uh training business help me out with different things and I know their generosity and time and uh, and and their help has always been uh, been because they know that I'm that I'm not into it for business and that I simply do it for the love of it and the fun. And and I think people really really enjoy seeing some someone that is doing it just 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 for the hell of it, as opposed to trying to make a buck off of this thing. Okay, Matt, my last question: um, Do you like flying or do you like building? That's a very good question. Um, probably more so, I enjoy building. I I do enjoy flying, and I have of course tons of friends that are pilots. Quite a few friends that own their own aircraft that that I get to go fly with them, and I do enjoy the flying aspect of it. But for me, I'm really more of a, more of a computer geek. So for me, what I really enjoy doing is writing software or or working on hardware. Um, and because, I, you know, I find like, like, like a good example is a visual system. I'd never written a DLL before to, to interface uh, Visual Basic uh, software with C++ software, which was what was required to do to make the visual system talk to the to the Visual Basic software that we have. Um, so, so that was a big learning curve. So it's that kind of thing, you know, doing new things, doing things I've never done before, and just kind of growing in terms of my knowledge and, and learning, just always trying to learn. That's what I enjoy about the hobby the most. Uh, yes, the flying is great. I love getting in the airplane and flying and seeing seeing uh, seeing how good my skills are and uh, and and improving my skills. But really, what I enjoy doing is is being able to work on the thing, uh, improve some piece of software, or go and fly a full motion flight simulator and find that that my Modeling of my pneumatic system is is pretty much spot on as what the professional one does. You know, it, I get a lot of grat- or, or get a lot of uh, uh, satisfaction out of, of out of that sort of thing of just making it as realistic as possible and and tweaking software and and uh, my my goal is is for a 737 pilot to be able to come in there and not be able to tell any difference in how the thing behaves or its handling characteristics. From the real aircraft. So, so really, for me, the my goal is to have the level of fidelity in my in my simulator that if I were to have a Boeing 737 NG captain come in and fly it, that he he would really not be able to perceive much difference in its in the system's fidelity or the handling characteristics of my simulator my simulator versus what he might be flying at his training facility or moreover the the real aircraft. Okay, that's a good answer. I've actually interviewed uh, quite a few uh, guys, most mm-hmm. of them, uh, who have been into home cockpit building or cockpit building. Um, eventually, it's a little uh, funny that they came into this hobby because they like flying, but uh, it ended up that they like building. It's really interesting that uh, you thought the same way too. 
Yes, absolutely. Well, Matt, um, that that kind of brings us to the end of this podcast. It's been really a pleasure talking to you and uh, the amount of experience that you have. And um, I'm really uh, uh, privileged at mycockpit.org to uh, be talking with you. And especially uh, uh, thanks for sharing the amount of experience that uh, you have. And I'm sure that's going to benefit a lot of our members. And we all... I, I, I I personally know how busy you've been, and um, thanks for actually sparing the time for us, and really appreciate this, Matt. You're very, very welcome. Thank you for having me. It's, it's been an honor, and I love going to mycockpit.org, and I, uh, I, I just uh, really, really think it's a, it's a great resource, and I'm, I'm glad it's out there. Yeah, thank you, Matt. Uh, thank you very much, and um, uh, goodbye. Thank you. That concludes this month's interview with the Builder of the Month, conducted by Bybow. Next month, we'll bring you another exciting interview with one of my cockpit's favorite and talented cockpit builders. Thanks to all of you, my cockpit is the largest home cockpit builder community in the world. You can access us at www.mycockpit.org. Visit mycockpit.org to access valuable information regarding cockpit building. Each month there are new articles and interviews with fellow builders. Visit our forum and participate in lively how-to topics. It doesn't matter whether you have a single panel or a full-scale cockpit. You'll benefit from much information and by participating at mycockpit.org.